The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. That was Go by Wallace Bird on Radio Nova and a, a brilliant, brilliant song from her new album, Hands. And uh, we're very, very lucky because we have Wallace Bird on the line from Berlin. How are you doing, Wallace? I'm good, Kieran. How are you doing? You're looking well. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, I made a real effort for this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Um, so, uh, so I suppose we're here to talk about your seventh album, which is mad. Uh, you and, and my band have had a mad situation where every year that you've released an album, we've released an album, 2007, 2009, 2012, 2014, uh, but you've gone one ahead now uh, with this album. How does it feel? <laughs> You'll that, allow that, will you? Yeah, that's how it yeah. feels for me, purely on numbers. How, how do you feel about it? Um, God, it's true, it's true. I've like, I remember all my albums following with yours and following your trajectory um, and always feeling like this is, it's lovely to grow up with, to grow up side by side with other artists. I really love watching developing artists. And um, yeah, the fact that this is the seventh one, there's something they say about uh, the seventh year that you change your skin. And I imagine there's something about that with them. Um, outputs or exhibitions or something like that or an album because um, this album feels quite different to the others and of course I would have to say that wouldn't I I'd have to say like of course this feels like my best best work my favourite work but um, genuinely the vibes the feeling that I'm getting from it um, when I think about it it feels as exciting as uh, as exciting as the first one um, in terms of I worked with totally new people, the sound is very, very different and it was it's uncharted territory actually for me because um, it's quite poppy and quite synthy. So it's like, ah, I feel like a brand new, brand new child or something like that. It's great. It's deadly. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're supposed to say oh, this is the best thing I've ever done. I've been on a journey my whole yeah. life to get to this point. But um, <laughs> I think it sounds it sounds re- there's a lot of life in it. Uh, you know, not that there wasn't in any of the previous ones, but I, it jumped out of the page, especially the first single. Um, it just not off the page, but off the radio. I really felt it like kind of coming alive. There's an urgency to a lot of the stuff on it, which is really cool, and and loads of different sounds. You know. Uh, trumpets and mm. you know Mediterranean guitars and all that kind of stuff. You say it's the most personal. Now I thought Home was a very personal album. So if you've gone more personal than that, in what way do you feel it's more personal? This um, it's funny. It's like more personal is. It, I, I was thinking because somebody wrote that for me, and I and, I, and it feels like well, it does explain a lot actually. I think there's something about feeling like you might die or feeling as if your entire world is changing, that it's given me a, a new perspective on life. I'm less singing about my own experience and more singing about our collective experience on this earth, um, kind of seen through my eyes, which is um, like a white um, female migrant living in uh, Europe and gay and I think that there, I'm trying to look at it from not those perspectives. I'm trying to see it from see the world and sing about the world and talk about the world um, and what's going on between the years 2019 to 2021 in a very specific universal language. And that seems to be um, caught in a rug with people a little bit more personally than, um, than the previous ones because they were just about my experience whereas this one is about something that we're all going through together and I think it's it's more personal to others than it is to me um, but it, it 
I think that's why it feels more personal. Does does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, no, as I went on in my career, I found it I found it harder to write universally because it just didn't it made less on it was less honest. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I found it easier to write personally and then choose the things that resonated to other people. Do you know kind of way? Was that the same with this? You wrote, just wrote, and then, you know, your producer, you bounced things off him and saw what he saw in them as well? Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of, I have to say now, Kieran, like with this record, it's the, it's the most amount of control that I have let go of. Mm. That's something really, that's also why the album's called Hands, is because I've come to such a point in my career that the foundation is set up in in a way that I'm really, really confident, really proud of everybody that uh, I work with. So I can I can say to them, okay, what would you like me to do? Where do you see this going? And they would choose things such as um, the the running order, or and they had they had a lot of say in uh, how they felt the songs were because we know each other telepathically at this stage. And so for me to come from having so much control over everything all the time, because I had so much I needed to to show off, that with this one, I was actually quite empty. I was, I was, I was at a point where it was just, oh, I'm kind of, I feel like the well is a little bit dry. So my management put me into a studio with another producer. And that, I'm telling you, was like a lock and key. Um, it was an exercise in relaxing and being confident and using the language that I've gained over experience, over time and using it correctly to guide something rather than control something. Uh, for me, I, I like to say that I was a, a kind of a, a guiding passenger, a navigator, let's say, rather than uh, the driving, the driver. And it was just a phenomenal feeling. It was absolutely amazing feeling to, to see people make decisions based on what they think you would like or what your world is and it really tells you where you are at so um yeah for this one i'm just i i'm so i can't believe i'm putting my name to the record because i really love what has gone on it. of course tons and tons of work gone into it like i didn't just walk into the studio and go that sounds nice thanks very much i mean you have to be there you have to be there for the essence of it and yeah i mean delighted with my life to be honest with you <laughs> I could give up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's a that's a pretty proud uh, uh, statement to make, I guess. It, that's pretty cool. Um, and the album has lots of you know folk on it, well, folk feel on it, soul feel on it. There's a kind of a some of the vocals have inflections of R and B, I think, and then there's kind of um, some electronic kind of stuff going on as well, uh, which is really cool. So it makes it, it it kind of it makes it a really interesting listen across. You're never kind of, you know you're always constantly kind of slightly surprised or you know interested, kept yeah. interested all the way through, which is great. I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's something that's a real achievement because I think it is. No matter the artist, it's harder to. I think it's harder to write at a high standard over time. And I think that your the quality of your writing has really improved over your career. And not that it wasn't good before, but you can see a development in it. Can I just mention, because it's nine and a half songs for for nine and a half fingers. And um, <laughs> there's also another reason that's called hands. Can you tell us what that is? So I, I fell under a lawnmower when I was uh, 18 months old and it chopped all the fingers on my left hand off. And they managed to stick back four and a half on the left hand. So I've I've learned how to do things with that uh, 
from a very, very early age, it just became part of my identity. But it happened at such an early age that I wouldn't even think that it's there. You know, it, would, it wouldn't cross my mind that often. You know, skip forward all these years, so 38 odd years, and you look at your life and you're like, well, well what, what do I symbolize? What am I good for? And I found that when I was um, staring at my hands a lot, uh, in the last couple of years, just this kind of existential, you know, what, uh, dropping my phone, dropping anything, dropping a book and just staring at myself. And um, I thought it'd be personally very funny to take the bake out of my hand in this one and just say, Hannah, lots of stuff over. Um, connection is really strong and we need more connection because of the pandemic. The hands were the first thing that to go, they were like dangerous and spreaders and um, so we had to find connection in another way. So um, this song is nine and a half songs for nine and a half fingers. And uh, the cover of the record shows my hand in a in a 1930s um, black and white classical um, photography style, which upon a second look, you'll be able to see that the finger is missing. But it's reaching out like um, almost like some contorted... Uh, giving, begging signs. So that's what the record's about, kind of reaching out to people in whatever capacity to ask for help or to offer help. Yeah. Well, brilliant. The album is called Hands uh, and is out next Friday. Go and check it out uh, by the brilliant Wallace Bird. Thanks so much, Wallace. Oh, thanks a million, Kieran. You're lovely. And I look forward to, to seeing you soon and uh, having a point and all the rest and a natter. Yeah, we will. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting to you today. Let's play the opening single from the album, What's Wrong With Changing. This is Wallace Bird on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.